Welcome, everybody, back to the Wasting Your Time podcast here on wherever you get your podcasts. We don't have a network. I don't know why I'd introduce the show like that, but of course, the Wasting Your Time podcast can be found wherever you can find podcasts. So just uh, search Wasting Your Time with John Wilson and you can find our nice little show. Uh, it is the first episode of the new year. Programming note, uh, just at the top. You need to get your sea your legs back, man. Yeah. Well, just programming, programming note at the start of the show. Uh, the schedule for this uh, first little bit might be a little strange due to the fact uh, I, I have to move out of my current place and i got to find a new place. So packing up a lot of stuff, and so I might be moving. So if the release schedule is a little strange, that is the reason why. Just to let you know at the top of the show. Yes, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, and especially on this topic. When was the last time we talked wrestling, Bobby? August? Good fuck. <laughs> like, I, it's got to be at least three months. Uh, whenever the last time. Uh, things have changed. A lot has changed. I think uh, I think the last full like wrestling dedicated show was the SummerSlam episode, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, really? <laughs> we haven't talked a lot <laughs> about wrestling in a long time. So it's a it's a touchy subject. It's been lately. <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. Of course, joining me as always for the wrestling shows, the one and only Roberto Bobby Duke. Bobby, how have you been? Uh, I've been uh, stupid busy. It's it's become uh, pretty crazy around the household. So um, I'm very fortunate to be able to to carve in some time, be here with you and and talk some wrestling. But it's it's a well needed chat. Indeed. Kind of a palate cleanser from the rest of uh, rest of life. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. I, I don't know what I'm going to call this because there's a lot to talk about. And it's also the beginning of my favorite time of year, sign-pointing season. Uh, so the Royal Rumble is also on the horizon. My personal my personal favorite event of the year. It's all, And it's probably the one of the most fun to speculate on. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk to the Royal Rumble. We won't go over the whole card. We'll talk to the Royal Rumble. Uh, in a little bit, let's uh, let's play some catch up with some wrestling stuff, Bobby. If, if I am correct, and we haven't talked about this since August, holy crap, a lot has changed. NXT was black and gold, not paintball colored. The roster was probably fifty percent larger. Walter was not Gunther. Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck off. Things have changed. A lot has oh, changed. Where 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 do you wanna where do you wanna be like uh, the, I think the thing that defined last year's wrestling was the vast amount of releases at just random times during the year. If this is an ongoing thing, I think the next uh, earnings call for is early February, so we'll probably get another round of releases after that. After Most they likely. after after they tell everybody they've made more money. Yeah, it's uh, that seems to be the thing, like a quarterly cut. Yeah. Is uh is going to be is going to be normal. It's it's, it's now becoming. I'm, I don't want to say jaded, but it's becoming sensitized to all of these cuts. It's just now it's more the caliber of the talent that is getting cut is where we'll get the most shock value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've stated it before. I don't know if I've stated it on the podcast now. WWE is not a wrestling company anymore. They're a they're they're a content creator company. They create content for their various partners. Uh, they just uh, ho- so happen to put on a wrestling show every once in a while. And they're also a public... And even then, the wrestling is the least important part of their wrestling show. Yeah. 
they're a publicly traded company. They have stockholders to answer to. So when you're making record amounts of money every quarter, you want to make more money the next quarter. So, and if it ha- so happens to come across, uh, you have to cut a bunch of talent to make said goals, then, yeah, it's, it's the way business is done, unfortunately. I lost track how many they released. Out of the whole crop of people that they've released, uh, who? which one was the most shocking one for you? Of all of them from last year? Yeah. You, you, we, we talked about it before with Wyatt and Braun Strowman. I mean, you could still do a lot with those two, but it also became kind of easy not to be shocked with them just because of what they did with them and what they didn't do with them. Right now, it doesn't seem all that shocking to about any of them. I mean, there, but there's a few... But the, the shocking thing is that there's people who have wanted releases a la... Mustafa Ali this week and not being granted releases. So obviously, they, you know, when they release these guys, they have they see them as not having the value or what the product wants. When they don't release them, they obviously see value in them, but they don't use them to create that value. Boggles my mind in their reasoning. Just seems now it's just pettiness. Just, you know, we, we see value in them, but we don't want to use them, so maybe we don't want anybody else to use them and value them and make their company better. Just, it's just fucking ridiculous the way they they're doing their their business. Well, it's 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 their business. Like we, I think we just see things as uh, like they put on wrestling shows. Like how hard is this? But like I said, in reality, they're 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 not a wrestling company anymore. They're a content company. It's the cost of doing business. That's that's the shitty thing about but it. Also, you got to think in the style of business and content creation and as together you want to be able to create the content of wrestling that is unique to other content wrestling creators and these guys are at the top of the food chain but you can't create the the same amount of content because you're just going to get lost in the shuffle you have to show show something that the audience has not seen by getting rid of creators that are, are People who are a part of your your business that can create that content that is unique instead of just using the same homogenized uh, product you've been doing since the 80s is not going to give you the results that you're looking for. You have to adapt. And like that's that's been, you know, the topic of conversation when it comes to businesses in this new age of the Internet and again, content creation. The problem is that the unfortunately with the WWE, their money's guaranteed. They don't give a shit. They're, How long is that guarantee going to be there? Five years for the uh, for the Peacock stuff, and we I think there's still another three years left uh, on the uh, TV deals, if I believe correctly. Uh, so, at least that long a time, because it like the way the company is being set up now, it seems like. They're going to try to capitalize and make as much as money as they can in the meantime. And then everybody that looks from the outside, it looks, well, clearly they're setting this company up for a sale. Because they're, they're cutting costs, they're, uh, they're making it a leaner operation and stuff like that. It's like all the key characteristics of like a company being put up for sale. So the question is, uh, once the... Yeah, when? when are they even going to pull the trigger and if anybody's even going to buy it? Well, of course somebody's going to buy it. It's content. It's The obvious one would be whatever 
the conglomerate that owns NBC. That would be the obvious one to do. Yeah. Again, is the is the price that WWE is asking for is going to be way too much that not going to it's not going to be worth it for NBC. Granted, any price that WWE is going to put out there is not going to be worth it just because of what they've been doing lately. And if you, you know, if NBC was smart, they would see that the ratings numbers and advertising dollars that are coming in is not what it used to be if they just, you know, looked at the numbers. But they're, just, they're not even looking at long-term, I was going to say long-term booking, but that's the, the wrong phrasing. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, you're making all this money, but what are the, but it's not, I don't think it's a sustainable business model. You're making, you're making money by cutting costs got to spend some money somehow and a lot of that is in merchandising and getting your advertisers to, to be excited for your product and the product is not exciting so those advertisers are not going to be wanting to come in onto your product especially the one the one show that does seem to have the 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 viewership it's not even on the, the nbc universal brain it's in fox now you have that going for going against you so it's 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 there. It feels like WWE is doing like a bidding war that no one is going to win. We think that, but this is also the WWE. It will, it yeah, they wouldn't shock me if I wind up with like a ten billion dollar sale and stuff. Like, well, yeah. what do we know? Vince McMahon does it again. Yeah, I know. I I, <laughs> I say all this stuff, and then I I'll see it in a couple of days. I fucking something came up, and <laughs> like, oh well, I'm I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, let's let's shift from like the cuts and stuff let's talk about like i said if nxt was still black and gold when we last talked and uh let's let's talk about nxt and i guess reports came out this week that wwe's not happy with the performance of nxt uh, 2.0 oh, a, a freaking shock <laughs> wonder why here's this new thing here's all these new people why aren't you liking this? And it's, I, I go back. We've read metrics. We've we've looked at all of these pie charts and Excel programs that <clears> should tell us that yeah, you should like this. Why aren't you liking this? I go back to the I go back to the joke that I've been saying for years. Basically, it's uh, they took NXT and they took the Vince McMahon approach of creating a star. You got a week. Why aren't you John Cena yet? And they did that with the whole promotion. Why aren't you the most popular thing in the world? You've had a week. His three-week push has now become his one-week push. Yeah. You're not over in a week. You're <laughs> fucking through, kid. If you're not John Cena in a week, you're you're done. You're next to be released. But uh, that, it, like, the releases thing trickles over into. Like, I think the most shocking one is basically the whole dismantling of all basically all the quote-unquote Triple H guys that were in the recruiting system, like the William yeah. Regals, the Road Dogs, and all. Like all those guys are gone now, and I the the one I think is going to come back and bite them in the ass in the end is the William Regal release. Oh God, yes! Like that guy was everywhere when they were doing the quote unquote super indie NXT. The funny thing is, is that a lot of these a lot of these releases and a lot of the the internet chatter is not even like, oh, this poor guy, what's he going to do now? It's like everyone's like, oh yeah, good for him, he's out of there going to do so much better once he's uh, once he finds someplace when someone else, when someone hires him up. Granted, I don't know what his, his asking price is for starting, but I mean, pay that man money <laughs> and just, you know, give it some time. And I'm sure, you know, you'll want to try and see if you can hire Paul Levesque because I'm sure he's not long for uh, WWE. 
it's an odd choice of basically you let re- let go probably your best recruiters for your company. It's like mm-hmm. it's like why like there's a lot to be said about like what went wrong with NXT and stuff like that. Not not the whole abrupt change and stuff cuz like near the end of like the black and gold thing like clearly like they were just trying to like AEW just basically took their marketplace. That's basically all what happened. Like, well, AEW is doing exactly what NXT was doing at their at their peak popularity. It's just, it's just an unfortunate thing, and that's unfortunately what happens in a market when uh when something comes along that's doing basically what you were doing, but in some in most cases better. Like they're gonna the people are gonna flock over to the the better one. And now now we got a whole reshift of like the whole strategy of NXT is. Basically, it's they're turning it into their old developmental system. I was like, let's just bring in a bunch of jack dudes and young people, uh, teach them how to wrestle, uh, and hopefully one of them sticks. Cause and, and that's the funny thing is, only seems like one has stuck. <laughs> but like, what like what are your thoughts on the the new NXT product? Oh, I think it's it's garbage. It's again, it's back to that you know that WWE style that we get shoved down our throats on Raw and SmackDown as NXT was, again, the alternative where you can get something different. You, you know, WWE was basically um, differentiating their, their portfolio. They had they had a, a something for everybody. Their WWE programming, let's just say on the WWE Network, they there's something for somebody. And, you know, now that just NXT is just another show, but with people you don't know questionable if you want to invest your time with these people because again they don't if they're not up to snuff in the time that vince believes then they're gone so why i invest because again they could be gone within a couple days sure i'm sure i don't i'm not i'm not 100 sure about this but i can i can see you know the walking papers for someone like on wagner would be God, I don't even know the other names. Like fuck it, I, I'm not gonna call him Braun. I don't want to call him his other name. It's Rex Steiner. He he is he is bound for for greatness just because of his lineage. They're just gonna the same thing that they did for Charlotte Flair. Just put it on to this guy, and again, he is deserving because he is actually pretty damn good for. I think less than a year he's been wrestling, and he's the champion of NXT. Which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Again, that that's what they're that's what they're doing. It's like okay, like uh, good on you guys. Good luck. Let's move over to AEW a little bit because uh, we we basically skipped two pay per views. We 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 haven't talked all out and uh, full gear and stuff like that. So first off, uh, what what do you what do you think of all the narrative? Some people are basically they're picking up a bunch of just old WWE guys and just uh, pushing them over a lot of their. Uh, homegrown mm-hmm. talents but it, it if you've been watching well i i won't say if you've been watching the last few weeks because we're back into the usual AEW pattern because they only do four pay-per-views a year so we're in this weird holding pattern where a lot doesn't happen for a few weeks till the bills for the next one which has always been an issue that i've had with AEW is this they go like these weeks where like the shows are fine it's just nothing's really going on but uh, in most normal weeks, it's 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 a nice balance, uh, usually with the WWE guys and then, like, uh, hell, who do, like, AEW's running into this, good, they are going to run into this issue, because now there's so much free agents on them, like, ROH is, 
I don't know what's the future of ROH. I don't think they're having contracted wrestlers. Like, there's one less promotion to work for. Uh, and places like AEW and Impact can only hire so many people. Uh, so it's either the indies are going to have this big, huge revitalization, or it, a lot of people are just going to, like, they're, like AEW is kind of running into this issue. I think I think the good thing is, what I read, like, I think it was yesterday I read it, like, they have a bunch of contracts coming off the books at the end of February that they don't plan on re-signing. But uh, they're running into the issue of, like, well, you can't hire everybody. Great that these there's these people who are now getting utilized to their full potential, and there's always that hope that there's going to be there's going to be more to balance it. But again, you're going to get into WCW of it all, and then you're just going to have this bloated roster and with no real homegrown stars. Mm-hmm. You know, you really hope that they learn from their mistakes from the past. But again, you you run into that thing. Like now, you know, there's Leo Rush is going to be a free agent. Granted, I'm not too sure about how his contract worked out. And judging by how he's been critical of how AEW has operated, I'm sure he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other. That's a whole other issue with. <laughs> yeah. With that whole thing. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, he, he is a very outspoken person, so I'm sure. Yeah. You know, he's. I don't want to say that he's wrong. Again, I'm sure he's 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 been vocal about a lot of different things, and I'm sure he just wants to he wants to, he just I'm sure he'll be much happier as a free agent, being able to do what he wants when he wants instead of be under under a contract again. That's that, that's just my opinion, Leo Rush, and you know he has a he has a history of doing that kind of stuff. So, and good on him if that's if he's going to be happier. Power to him. I mean, he's not wrong. They do have a they do have a conversation that AEW does need to have when it comes to diversity of their roster and stuff like that. Mm. It's it's not a wrong. Sometimes the way Tony Khan went about it was horrible, but yes, exactly. <laughs> that that's where I was trying to get at. I think I think he might have a little bit of a an issue of how it goes about that kind of thing. I'm sure he's gotten better about it, you know, because sometimes sometimes you just got to play the game once in a while, and then you're and yeah, then just cut your losses. Back to my original point. What have you thought of like some of these uh, NXT slash WWE guys coming into AEW? Like, like Brian Danielson seems to be having the time of his life. Adam Cole. Well, the, uh, and then you got the Adam Cole thing. Like, you got the people on the internet like, oh, they're not doing much with Adam Cole. Like, he's on TV every goddamn week. <laughs> he's on both shows every week. Like, usually in the main event. <laughs> He's working the style that he's was known for, and he's getting to do stuff, and he's getting to be with his partner and all of and all of his best friends. His old promotion with him, like fuck. That's another. It's a. It's this weird internet thing. It's like, it's like I'm glad the internet doesn't book these shows because we would have like a new world champion every week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like Peter Avalon would be the AEW champion just because some schmuck likes the guy on on youtube on being the elite and he's deserving of it like again not everybody is deserving of being the world champion you do need mid carters you do need jobbers in a wrestling company in order to be successful everybody can be superpower john cena roman reigns types nope if their ambitions is to be a world champion great but not everybody's out to be that kind of guy look at guys like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, they like these guys were on paper looked to be absolute greatest 
of all time, but they couldn't handle it when they were the champs. A guy like a John Cena and a Roman Reigns and a Brock Lesnar can handle that. That's why they've been on the top for so long. Uh, a couple more AEW things, and then uh, what, what, did, what did you think of the the, conclu- the the conclusion to the Hangman story of finally getting the the belt? Oh, fantastic! I thought the story was. Out. I was kind of underwhelmed with the match, cause, knowing because uh, Omega was basically. I think he was. What was he held together with gum and uh, uh, scotch tape? Full props to Kenny Omega for wrestling basically like two years without a without an arm. And I guess he had like a torn labrum in his shoulder and stuff like that, like for two years. Yeah, and he was fighting Vertigo at the same time. And like <laughs> Vertigo's no joke, man. I I I fight Vertigo once in a while too, and like that's some crazy shit to, to have to deal with. So like the only thing I kind of want to see is like hundred full hundred percent Kenny Omega that's not being held together by gum <laughs> versus uh, versus uh, Hangman. Yeah, it's just it's just a patience thing. Last AEW thing. Uh, uh, what's your what's your thoughts of whatever the hell Cody Rhodes is doing? <laughs> did you did you see some of that promo that he? Cut I, I did. I I watched it. Like I mean, he is he is fantastic at being un at being like just of shooting off the cuff. Like I'm sure he had his bullet points, and he know and for whatever reason they were booing him at the beginning of that thing. Then they were cheering him at the end. Like, he is just genius when it comes to swerving and bringing an audience back to his side. And I'm sure the internet wrestling community have not fallen for it because they, they're not in that audience where, where that is the most palpable kind of reactions. I mean, just, just seeing him, how he, how he reacts and how he does his promos, it, it's, it's unreal. Like, this guy is just so good. At what he's doing, so like I, I enjoy Cody promos just just for the fact that he's knows how to work that audience so well. Yeah, it's and, a- and he and he made and he it was logical. It was a logical promo. It may may not have made sense because he was kind of all. It was. Bit all over it the was board. I, I couldn't I couldn't focus on what he was saying because I was so distracted with the giant ass ladder behind him. I was like, why yeah, does I the know. ladder have to be so goddamn big? And then he goes I on this. I really hope they don't use that fucking ladder because then, like, Sammy and or Cody is gonna die. Cody seems to be a fascinating thing. It's just uh, a lot of people joke it's Cody Island. Basically, he's on his own little world. Uh, anyway, that's uh, yeah, it's true. But I mean, that's the that's the yeah. AEW thing. The the one thing I do. Did they have they specified? Okay, I'm sure he signed his contract. I'm sure he did. not able to physically be there. To sign for just because he he was out with COVID, he was just out with a sickness. He he, he probably he signed a while ago, and we're just kind of. I think this is just a big swerve to the internet community. Oh, he's a freak. Oh, I'm sure. Oh no, yeah, I know it's it was just to keep fans talking. Like I know, like I'm sure the reasoning why he never physically signed because he wasn't actually physically there to sign for them. I think people, I, I, considering it's Cody, I'm surprised they didn't have this huge, giant contract signing segment and stuff like that. All right. It would totally fit the uh, character. It's like, I'm here to sign my new contract. But uh, as I was saying, is he, um, is, he, is he signed like back to be an EVP, or is he like taking a demotion? I have no idea. What the fuck, man? I thought this was a wrestling uh, news show. <laughs> I, I like I I've read nothing. I'm I'm sure they're gonna keep it quiet too, just to fuck with us because it's fun. I thought this was I thought this was the new Sean Ross Sapp or <laughs> some shit or new Dave Meltzer. 
Nope. I don't have that yeah. inside connection. <laughs> uh, that's the last thing. Uh, the one thing I do want to touch on before we finally hop into the Royal Rumble stuff. Uh, considering we're, we're taping this on the Sunday... Uh, what are your thoughts on this big uh, GCW Hammerstein show? There's a lot of hype. Oh, I'm I'm rooting for them so much. Like I'm not following a whole bunch of it just because it's a little bit too much for me to to focus on. Like I really really hope that this thing blows up. Like they take over the weekend when it comes to like trending and news. Just because it it's it'll be it's they've gotten so much momentum behind them all throughout COVID. I think this is the show that everybody is looking towards, that this could be the breakout for them to be a contender with Impact in AEW and WWE. They could be like the fourth. They can be, the, they can, they, they can be the, the new ECW. Base. I've, I've said they, they I've they, said they succeeded. They're, they're the spiritual successor of ECW. They the, are the spiritual successor, but I think this will become now like the actual the, kind of successor when people will say, like, yeah. yeah, this is... This is their this is another alternative. This is a place where it is now viable to work at and do something that you know the other the other sh- uh, brands are not doing. Yeah, because this uh, this thing's on actual well, not up here. It's not. I didn't see it on the Telus thing, but it's it's on actual pay per view down in the states and stuff like that. This this is their like breakout moment. This is their biggest show, and in an ECW basically an ECW venue from back in the day. They run a ton of shows at Hammerstein. ECW did. That's where the one night stand ones were. Yeah, this this weekend's their big breakout moment. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it all goes well. For... I, I really hope. Uh, I hope that Gage doesn't stab anybody, and no one gets ridiculously hurt. Yeah, the uh, the indie scene is gonna look uh, pretty interesting uh, this upcoming year, except here because because mm. nobody wants to come here. But that's a. Well, no one, I don't think anybody can come here. So. Well, well, that too. <laughs> that's a conversation that we've had in the past of why it sucks to be a wrestling fan out here. Uh, we've that's uh, that's enough catch up uh, talk. Let's uh, let's uh, let's head into uh, the beginning of sign pointing season. Are you ready for sign pointing season? Oh. No. <laughs> no. I I will give them credit this time around. There is they're they're not overloading the pay per views. Uh, this time around, yeah, it, it's been kind of nice. It's just like it—you it, get in and get out. After the I, I, after the Saudi show, that's that's the last event before uh, Mania, and that's like six proper weeks of Mania build, like it used to be. So hopefully, it turns into a better thing. Uh, so let's talk the Royal Rumble this upcoming Saturday. Uh, I also I will say this: I do appreciate the Saturday shows. Over the Sunday yeah, definitely. show. Definitely. So, from St. Louis. Yes. We won't talk all the matches. We'll, we'll, let's just focus on the two big title matches and then the two rumbles. Let's uh, let's let's start with the title. I don't know where they're going with the WrestleMania build. Because it's either going to be title versus title or one of these titles is going to switch. Out of the two scenarios that I've laid out, which is the most uh, logical scenario? I'm, I'm still going for title versus title. Title versus title. I think this this is the this is the opportunity to merge the two and just have one WWE champion it can work both shows. Like if if I, I'm still gonna say it's gonna be Roman Reigns all the way through. Roman Reigns still needs that definitive victory over Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania to kind of get to that step to I'll face The Rock next year. 
and he becomes like the ultimate bad, you know, the ultimate superstar in, in Vince's eyes. Yeah, so I mean, like, and yeah, if, if that's the case where we have just one champ, one women's champion, one men's champion, the two mid card men's championships, one for each brand, which I think would make sense, and you could just have them float between shows. If if you know Roman has a rivalry on SmackDown, he doesn't show up on Raw for a couple weeks until he shows up on Raw to start a, a feud with somebody else. And that that you can elevate the mid card titles that way too. Exactly. Like if uh, if nothing, if so, there's no big champion on Raw, then you put the women's championship on Raw. Then you and you elevate the tag the the tag team and the, the and the mid cards. Granted, le- me saying le- level up the tag teams is a is a. I've I've said for how many years now they need to merge the tag team and the women's titles, especially the women's titles now, because they got like fourteen people in the whole division and exactly. split over two shows. Mm-hmm. So. so if you have yeah, so if let's just say Charlotte is the the one and only women's champion, she could be working on SmackDown, and the tag women's tag teams can be on on Raw, and then when they need a switch, they switch it. Because we, it, it has been proven on, especially for the ratings, there's inklings that Roman Reigns is going to show up on Raw. People tune in and people talk about it. Same thing with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was, he was a SmackDown guy. And then when they showed up on Raw with the, with the Raw championship, people talked about it. And that as a permanent kind of fixture for all year round. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it becomes one of those... You don't know what's going to happen on Raw, so you should tune in because you don't know who might show up. It's always been WWE's thing is to promote that that you have you should watch because you don't never know what's going to happen on Raw. I think I stated to you uh, when Brock won at day one, I was like, "This is clearly a business move. They got to bump ratings for WrestleMania season. Uh, they're they were getting crushed, and like when Brock is on the show, it does help. It bring it." It rises the ratings, so having one yeah, singular now because Brock is doing some of his best stuff he's ever done. The, like, the thing is, Brock has always had that capability. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just that they never wanted to book him that way. Yeah, the mainstream people know Brock Lesnar as UFC fighter. Although the people that, uh, based on the ratings, the people that continue to watch Raw are the hardcore, the hardcore it seems. But, but let's 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 talk the individual matchups before we. I've, I've we've. Late hours, you're going title versus title at Mania. It seems like the most logical conclusion. Uh, just merge, start merging some of these titles. It it would help in the long run. But uh, let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Uh, which one do you want to go, Brock or the Roman match first? So Brock and Bobby, like that. That's I think that's <clears throat> my most anticipated match. This is a match that Bobby has wanted for decades now. Well, that's the. Okay, so when you say Bobby, you see me, or you mean Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley. Because, <laughs> like, I know I've wanted it for a while. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, so... Like, he, he wanted to fight Lesnar. He wanted to fight Lesnar when they were... Back to WWE was to face Brock Lesnar. Yeah, they, um, he wanted to fight Lesnar when they were actually doing... Both of them were doing the MMA stuff. But whatever Brock's reasoning to not do it, I'm sure... Well, Brock was in the UFC. Fight. Bobby Lashley was fighting in, like, the Frontal, lower so leagues. He wasn't on his level. Yeah, no. It's, they're two completely different. Uh, <clears throat> and the same reasoning why we never got Bobby versus Brock any time before now, because, again, he never booked Bobby Lashley to be a contender on Brock Lesnar's level. No, 
He's now, and it's taken him this long, and he's in the past year, almost two years, he's finally gotten to that level. Yeah. Now <laughs> it makes complete sense, and now people are frothing at the mouth to see this happen. Yeah, I'm 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 stoked for this match. The only the only question mark I have is which which Brock is going to show up. Is it going to be hmm. is it going to be here for the money Brock or mostly invested Brock? <laughs> I think it's going to be mostly invested Brock. I think I think with MVP and and Paul kind of doing their thing, like Paul, I I think Heyman is definitely going to be like, yeah, this is going to be a big Brock's office. Let's. Let's let's do some shit. Let's do some fun shit here, especially with Brock selling so much for him at day one. They know that this is going to happen. They can they can pull some big numbers with this, especially if now tomorrow with Raw, I'm sure they're both going to be on the show and they're both going to be they're they're gonna they're gonna push this thing time. There there will be a big pull apart. And that'll really drive people to want to watch the actual match. The Raw that was supposed to be in Edmonton, but got canceled till September. It's, it's, it kind of worked out because there's no way they would have had a full house in Edmonton. They wouldn't. Uh, like, if it, we're doing title for title, Brock's got to win. So that which makes the elimination chamber even more questionable. Like, what are we is doing? It, is the elimination chamber going to be at Saudi? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how, how altering it's going to be. Well, like I said, if we're doing title versus title, that, unless Brock enters the Elimination Chamber just to get at Roman, because Roman doesn't want to ha- do the title versus title matchup, so Brock retains and then enters the chamber, wins that to get, and then calls out Ro- to get to the Roman shot, or one of them enters the. Ro- anyway, there's so many possibilities. Let's talk uh, Seth versus Roman. Uh, it seems like this was, I think they were, I think they were going this way in the fall, then it just got pushed back. Well, it, it was. Like he, Seth Rollins was the number one contender when they were both on the same show. And then the draft happened, so that again put another monkey wrench into all the plans. But now you know it just makes sense because there's there's nobody on SmackDown to challenge, so it ju- it just it was very convenient that this you know all kind of fell into place and they had this going. So, well, what is your opinion of this uh, incarnation of the Seth Rollins character? I'm kind of getting old bored of it well it seems with his characters he has a very like short self like the messiah thing went way too long and then now we're into like the like the corporate champion went way too like everything he's done has gone way too long and like i i like face seth like i've always liked face face seth because he is so damn good and his moveset just works better as a face you want to cheer this guy because he is so freaking athletic and he is so but in the ring and he has and he does and he can pull off the an underdog kind of work come out from behind kind of thing yeah he doesn't feel like the superpower that roman reigns is he just because roman reigns is so into me and his moveset is so powerful he doesn't come off like the the baby the, the underdog baby face like seth can no. I don't want to say <laughs> Roman Reigns underdog babyface. Jack to shit, but <laughs> but I mean he's working with Kevin Owens and him and Kevin Owens are fucking funny because they're I'm sure they're they're very close and they're and they're good buds so they can work off of each other and they and they've been given the freedom to do so by Vince so it's just it's been old Kevin, Kevin Owens multi millionaire Kevin Owens now with his new contract oh, yeah good, good on him. 
Uh, I remember and, that. And his, and his buddy, uh, uh, Sami Zayn, is going to be a multi-millionaire. Not as much as Kevin, mind you, but still. Uh, I, I find it funny the internet was all pissy when they re-signed their with WWE. Is like, can you blame them? No. They, they're taking the you money know, now. I wish, I wish, you know, he would. they would go to AEW because they mean they do some really fun shit with the Bucks and all these different guys. But shit, I wouldn't say no to that kind of money. No. Of course not. My soul would kind of hurt, but again, whatever. <laughs> well, whatever they throw at Sami Zayn, he, he turns out uh, pretty good stuff. Yeah, and the fact that he doesn't, like, if he went to AEW, I'm sure he'd have to, he'd be, he'd have to wrestle he, every week. He would and, be. And right yeah. now, he doesn't even wrestle. He, but he's featured on TV every week. Like, he has the best deal on the roster. <laughs> Yeah, so when people say they're not utilizing Sami Zayn to his full potential. Like he's <laughs> he's now done stuff with Brock Lesnar. He wouldn't have done, been able to do that before. He, he, he did stuff with Brock Lesnar two weeks in a row. Yeah. It wasn't a one and done thing. It was a two week thing. That means Brock liked him. Uh, back to Roman versus Seth. I don't I don't question the matchup quality. It's going to be a hell, good match. These two have incredible chemistry. It's just that who's working face, who's working heel. <laughs> That's going to be the interesting one. Because technically both are heels, but I, the way they've been portraying it lately is like sets the face on SmackDown, but goes back to being the heel on Raw. I, I'm cheering for for Roman just because he is he's been so damn good, and I'd rather I know I feel like he should be the champ going into Mania. Yeah, I think you, I think your hunch is correct. Roman's gonna. I think, like I said, I think you're also correct that they ran out of people on SmackDown, and they just need a credible challenger. Call Seth. Let's move into the Rumble matches. Uh, let's talk the women's Rumble match. The one that I've had the most interest in since basically they started cutting everybody. And then I did a quick calculation. WWE kind of answered our, their own math on that one because uh, Charlotte's competing in this match. Uh, so that's that takes... Uh, the, that gives, I think when I did the math, like if you took both champions out, they had 12 people available on the roster. For the Royal Rumble match. That is sad. That's sad. That is the state of the division that we are in right you now. And I talked, when we talked online, and I said, like, Alexa Bliss is coming back. And again, now she's she's been back two weeks, so I'm sure she'll she'll proclaim her entry into the Royal Rumble this week. She already has, and I haven't, and I missed it. To be honest, I haven't watched the full, I've only watched, since uh, the summer, I've watched maybe three full episodes of Raw. Um, more than me. <laughs> one of them was the one where Big E won the championship. The other one was during the Christmas because I didn't have to work the next day. And I can't remember what the other one was. But, yeah, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But, yeah, this uh, this the one I have the most intrigue with because uh, even with all the people that they brought back, uh, there's still, like, 11 open spots. Like, how are they filling this rubble up? I am mm. so confused of how this is going to play out. Is it going to be NXT people of who, who nobody's going to know who these people are? Well, I think I heard something that they don't want NXT people because they're so inexperienced, and they and that's like that's the thing. How are they filling this thing up? You've, no, you've I don't basically either. cut your entire division into a quarter of what it was. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I the only thing I do hope for is I hope Charlotte doesn't win. Because she doesn't need it. Oh, she doesn't. Like whoever's winning, Charlotte has the. Charlotte has uh, evolved into change the channel heat with me. Anytime she shows up on screen, I change the channel. 
because I don't care. I don't care anymore. I just don't. I stopped caring. I think she she's gonna do the Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre. Bit. <sighs> Whoever eliminates her will win the Rumble. Ugh, that's that yeah. will be her opponent at uh, at Mania. I don't have know. my theory, but again, like I hope people like Oscar come back at the Rumble and stuff because she's been oh, fuck d- yeah. she also coming back. Good. <laughs> that's that leaves ten spots now. Yeah. Um, I I truly believe Bailey's coming back. I, I think she is. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but like the the pred- like the proof is starting to be coming like the truth. I think the four horsewomen are like the worst thing to ever happen to the women's division at this point. It's starting to become like that's the only four people that they focus on, and you're just you're cutting out all the potential matchups, or you're releasing other p pe- like you're not building like the division around the future. You're just basically focusing on four people and they just kind of interchange each other and it's not it's like it's not helping the division grow like we have tag champions and there's no tag teams there is literally no tag teams anymore this the whole women's rumble is going to be a mess and it's going to be it's either going to be a train wreck to watch and or they'll surprise us with something but i i have no faith in this rumble they announced the surprise. The surprises they did just to have show good faith, and then the new, the other surprises will be like the the newsworthy kind of shit. What what kind of a surprise other than Bailey and like what kind of surprises could you expect out of this one? I'm thinking Trish is going to come back. Yeah, I think that that's like that's a given. But I, I truly think because Sasha really doesn't have anything, and I'm sure she, Sasha's been pushing. Because she wants to face Trish Stratus, she said it multiple, multiple times. I think this might be the year to do it. Like it's, again, the roster is so, so depleted, and the star power, like the champions, are kind of already set where they want to go. And Sasha doesn't really fit in anywhere with that. So I think having Sasha versus Trish or Sasha versus Lita would be would be a Mania kind of level match uh, to bring people in. Your your transitional superstar in Sasha versus a legend, I think is is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you got winning? I think they're setting up uh, Bianca to win this again to face Becky at Mania. I don't know, man. Like I, I, personally, I I think this could be the could kind of be the the backdoor way to get Rhea's revenge. She eliminates Charlotte. Oh wins God! It I hope no. Challenges. I cannot handle another program with those two. No. I know, I know, I can't either, but I think, but I, I'm not even 100% sure about it either, just because Rhea's been, been shit down the, the ladder so far, for her to win wouldn't make much sense. I can't, I cannot. And then, even, like, when Drew McIntyre won, it didn't make much sense to me at the time. But then he proved that he's more than capable going into that spot. I, I can't handle a program with Charlotte and Rhea ever again. Those two do not have, other than the amazing chemistry they have in the ring, they do not have anything. That's how I stopped caring. <laughs> it was so bad, and it continued to be bad, and it even got worse. Uh, but, I mean, but I'm just looking at the roster, and it's like... <laughs> There's nothing. It's a train wreck of a roster. But you but you know that Rhea and Charlotte can put on a match. And again, what's going to stop them from doing a multi-person match? I don't know. That, that would, I, I just I can't handle those two. There's nobody on Raw... For someone to face Becky, there's really nobody on that level. 
Like, I don't know. I personally, I don't think that putting Bianca back in that. She, I don't think she needs a Rumble win. She can just face Becky on her own on WrestleMania and just, you know, win the Elimination Chamber or something like that. Nobody needs to win the Rumble that needs that win. Really, there's nobody who's on a level to make it except for maybe Rhea Ripley. She's now finished with her her tag team thing with uh, Nikki Ash. This is this is the way to to bring her back up. She's the only credible contender. That's what happens when you release. You could go Rhea Ripley versus versus Becky Lynch. Like I mean, that's something new. That's completely different. Just I can go that route. I'm sure Charlotte wants you know uh, a higher marquee feud. So for her to be the challenger the Royal Rumble winner and get the main event for night one of Mania. That's what you do to make Charlotte Flair happy. Let's move on to the men's Rumble. This, this is... one I'm very... I, I, I don't know. I really don't have much of an idea where they can go with this. <clears throat> yeah, no, the question... <laughs> the question I was going to start with is... Uh, let's let's talk about... Uh, what, what, let's, before we get into the nuts and bolts, what do, what do you think of like the whole Johnny Knoxville being a part of this thing? I mean, it happens every year. Like, there's... They haven't done it in a while. It's been have a celebrity. It's no, it's been a good while like, since they've done the celebrity in the Rumble thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, sure, whatever. They have somebody who can actually take a bump. So that's that's uh that's something new. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, to be honest, like like they had success last year with Bad Bunny. I'm I'm wondering if like this is a whole thing to get to to for him and Sammy at like Mania or something. Yeah, right, like they have, like, uh, yeah, Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville, and the rest of the Jackass crew run interference, and they just have a big schmoz. Yeah, just be just be a funny little, a funny little one-off kind of thing. Like, I mean, I can see it happen, but I mean, it's kind of uh, well, it's, it's kind it, of it, telegraph. It, yeah, but it makes it makes sense for Mania though, because like that's like you need that kind of like we'll get like the big celebrity involvement. It's like that. It's like tailor made for like a Mania thing. Oh, it totally is, but I mean, it's, again, it's I just know, the problem uh, is Bad Bunny set a brand new bar for for celebrity involvement. And I, I just don't think a you know forty plus year old Johnny Knoxville of jackass fame really has that kind of cachet. Bring in those kinds of numbers again, like there's mm. Bad Bunny, where the majority of the wrestling audience had no idea who he was, but he brought in a whole different slew of fan the product. Yeah, and killed it. Yeah, that's that. I think that's what they should be going for, but they're choosing not to. Yeah, it's. I, I was curious what you thought about the giant. Like, it's been a fun side distraction, and it gives Sami Zayn something to do. And then, you know, he had Jake Paul last year. He has Johnny Knoxville this year. So whatever he's pitching, they're listening. So good on them. Yeah, anyway. good on him for for booking himself into these great <laughs> spots. Yeah. Anyway. No, I'm just curious. Just, just, uh, it's been a side. Fun. Yeah, I do agree. It's, a, it's a, definitely a wide open uh, rumble this year. It's, it's not, it's not a star-studded one either so far. Like what? Oh no. So it, it does break the question where they're going with this. That's, that's why I proposed that scenario at the beginning. Is like, are we getting like a shock title change, and then one of the two losers enters the rumble to win it? I mean, like that is a logical place to go. I just, I don't see. I don't see Brock losing to Bobby, and like I still don't. I don't want Roman to lose yet. I think he needs to be the champion. He needs to like contend for Bruno San Martino. 
right? The th- he had a seven-year reign. It's a long-ass reign. Roman, Roman can come close. He's not going to be able to beat it, but I mean to be able to say like he is the he beats like Hulk a Hulk Hogan reign. That's more attainable. That was, his was like maybe like three and a half years. Hogan's reign, was. and he's getting close to that. Yeah, if he if he can hold a title until Mania next year, I think he's done it. I'm sure he'll beat The Rock, and that reign will continue. Yeah, they, and you know you'd hope that they would build contenders to finally take it off him, and he and then that person becomes a giant superstar for doing it. And that human being will be Von Wagner. <laughs> Or uh, more likely Rex Steiner. I really hope they're waiting to call him Rex Steiner when he gets to the main. That's what I'm thinking. That's that's literally what I'm thinking. But I mean, you like, come on, like that is such, that's such a great name. But again, they won't, they won't just because it's not. That's his actual name. He doesn't have the cachet to be able to say like, I want to use my name, the main roster. They can't trademark his name. Yeah. No. It's uh, anyway. Back to. Got off track there, but uh, I, I I wonder if like because I know Drew's a little hurt. I wonder if he's gonna it's he'll be like a surprise entrant, like if he's well enough. I don't know what's going uh, on with him. I don't know. I don't think so. But again, I also don't see why would he show up as a surprise contender if he's not going to win. I I'm just I'm try, I'm trying to put logic on this one because it's not one. It's he, not he very started star studded. <laughs> but like I I brought this up with. I think I brought it up on Twitter. It's like, I would love to see they do what Japan has been doing and doing like, you know, the winner of the Royal Rumble faces the champion of his choosing on night one. Whoever wins that belt gets to face Roman Reigns or, you know, gets to choose the other champion for the unification title match on night two. That brings a whole continuation, like it brings a, a story continuation those two nights to bring people in because let's face it night one of mania the past two years has been the strongest of either nights night yeah. two is kind of the bed I, well the, the first like through between those two nights would be i mean very- i mean the first the the first two night one like you can't really blame them on that one that was just kind of that was like a curveball due to covid like last year i do agree with you there was probably more planning on that one where they wanted more buzz on night one like they had their celebrity involvement and stuff like that uh so I'll agree with on that one. So like they really need to find like a, a nice balance, and like have two strong. Yeah, and I like the fact that the Royal Rumble winner can event the the WrestleMania, and they have two nights because they have two Rumble winners. And I I like that plan. It just depends on do, do the men do night one or night two. I, I like I that. Think, but this year I just I just think with such a depleted women's roster and no one really up to the plate to. To be able to have a marquee match, I think focusing this year on the the possible unification match with the men's, I think can bring a lot of eyes to it and bring a lot of intrigue. Especially if you get, especially if you get Brock Lesnar to main event both both nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would bring that would bring in the money. Have like the nice side story with the Rumble winner on night one, then like focus on night two. Yeah, like you can tell, like, like you, I, I you can tell a nice story with there. Where he like night one, he's basically he gets taken to his like limit on night one, and then still has to go in, and basically Roman will just pick him apart on night two. Brock still looks strong in losing because he already fought a match the night before, and Roman's fresh. Yeah, but uh, I think there's one. I think there will be one best or one big surprise, and I think that's going to be Goldberg going to show up in the Rumble. 
is my he is my choosing of not winning it, but being in it. All for Big E to eliminate him. Set up their match at WrestleMania. They gotta, yeah, they gotta do that one. They're, they're leaving money on the table with that one. Uh, I think Bill Bill wants it. He definitely wants it, and he only has one more match left on his on his contract. Whereas I'm sure they'll extend it just so that they can get to Mania yeah. somehow. I'm sure they can just have like Goldberg shows up on Raw, Big E challenges him for Mania, and then that's set. But I mean, I think it'd be more fun to have Big E eliminate. Goldberg to set up the match at Mania. I think that'd be just way more fun. Yeah, because Big E would be my only choice to win the Rumble. But again, he's just going to win just to lose. I don't know who's going to win. Like, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. There's, I got like nine different scenarios in my head. Like, if, if there's like a shock title change, then the loser of that one enters the Rumble to set up it. There's so many possibilities. Just, uh, like that does seem like the most logical, but again, I just don't, I just don't know how that will work in the the long run. It's not, it's not telegraph like it has been in the past, which is fun, which is great. The not know, the have going into this not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, that's the, that's the best part of of the rumble. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. But unlike last year when we we were the it seemed like we were the only ones that knew that Edge was going to win. <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was. You can see it a mile away. We've been going over an hour now, so I think that's as good as time as any. If if I have one name to pick, I'll go with your choice of Big E. Like it makes it does make sense. It like yeah, but I don't I don't want to see him being fed. But like he's really the only like logical choice outside of like because it's not a, it's so far what's been announced hasn't been star studded. He's like the biggest star of that one. Former recent champion and like people like Drew and stuff ha- aren't in the match or anything. So, Biggie it would be the logical choice. Yeah, I'm going Biggie. Okay, because right. I don't think it should happen just because I'm fantasy booking his 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 Goldberg match. Yeah, his Goldberg match, but if it's just going to be with logic, I'm gonna, I'll just go with him. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this shit up, Bobby. Where can people find a good shit? The good shit can be found at radpencils.com. It has links to my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, OnlyFans, Shopify, Redbubble, ePublic, and Society6 shops and social media links. That is radpencils.com for everything and anything me. So, of course, the Wasting Your Time podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible. Basically, wherever you can find podcasts, you can find the show, Wasting Your Time with John Wilson. That is us. Uh, I'll repeat what I said at the beginning. Uh, Oh, yeah, please rate, subscribe. Give us a rating. Do anything. Just help us bump up in the charts. Uh, But... As for, I'll repeat what I said at the beginning. Uh, the schedule might be a little weird because I am in the process of moving. You you might see episode drops here and there until I'm settled back into a new place. So, just be forewarned. The so schedule. If there's, if there's any uh, female listeners on the listening right now, and you need a strapping young man that will come in, you know, just help out around the house and make your lives so much more easier on you and you know got some cash to throw at him open your arms to john wilson <laughs> but yeah so until i'm settled and sure mama's out there <laughs> you, you got your guy right here till 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 i'm settled uh, the schedule might look a little weird 
nothing nothing set in stone because I can't guarantee it. But uh, I will I'll be forthright and keep people in the loop. Bobby, we are officially kicking off sign pointing season. It's uh, it's that time of year again, and I do uh. I do I do appreciate that they they are taking their. We're not being overloaded with random events that have no con- consequence in the lead up to this one. It's Rumble Chamber Mania. That's that's the way it should be. So you can watch. Oh, hopefully they can pull it off. I'm crossing my fingers that they can, unless Vince McMahon has a complete meltdown and changes the entire script the Thursday before Mania. We're pretty much used to that happening. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'll say one more before we go. The dark horse to win, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Let's yeah, exactly. Don't hinder gender. Damn right. Thank you, Bobby, for joining us. You can uh, you can get back to doing what you were doing, being busy. But yes, you can watch the Royal Rumble this Saturday on in the states, Peacock, uh, WWE Network, wherever else. Even though we're frustrated with the product, uh, we can still always be in corporate chills. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, Bobby. Thank you, Johnny Boy. All right, for Bobby Duke, I am your host, John Wilson. This has been the Wasting Your Time podcast. And uh, get ready for sign pointing season. Huzzah!